The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 57, January 2019, Number 7. Published by the American Council of the Blind. Read by Bart Morse in the recording studio of the Perkins Library. Be a part of ACB. The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the National Office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the National Office. To make a contribution to ACB by the Combined Federal Campaign, use this number, 11155. Check in with ACB. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose Option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 712-775-4808. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at ACBNATIONAL or like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Copyright 2018. American Council of the Blind. Eric Bridges, Executive Director. Sharon Lovering, Editor. 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. Table of Contents Glancing Back Before Going Through the Door to 2019 by Eric Bridges Board meets in October, November, and December to take stock and plan for the future by Ron Brooks Tours for 2019 Genesee Country Village Baseball Hall of Fame, Niagara Falls, and more by Janet Dickelman. March to the Beat of a Different Drum. Apply to become a 2019 DKM first-timer by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Call for nominees for 2019 ACB Awards by Debbie Rosier and Deborah Trevino. The BOP seeks to award excellence by Ron Brooks. Begin 2019 by Supporting ACB by Gene Mann Affiliate News Here and There, edited by Sharon Strakowski High-Tech Swap Shop
Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666, or via email, s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce List Serve. Send a blank email to announce subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.acblists.org slash m-a-i-l-m-a-n slash l-i-s-t-i-n-f-o slash a-n-n-o-u-n-c-e and type your email address and name where indicated. ACB Radio Mainstream has blindness-related news you can use at www.acbradio.org slash m-a-i-n-s-t-r-e-a-m. ACB Radio brings old-time radio drama to you 24-7 at www.acbradio.org slash T-R-O-V-E. Glancing Back Before Going Through the Door to 2019 by Eric Bridges. Happy New Year! January is named for the Latin word for door, the Yanua, since it's the door to a new year and an opening to new beginnings. I hope you all had a safe, happy, and healthy holiday season. I'd like to take this time to go back through that door and review 2018. In January, airlines were reviewing and tightening their service animal policies after a woman tried to board a flight with an emotional support peacock at Newark International Airport. ACB worked with Delta Airlines, among others, to revise their guidelines and relax many of the stringent policies for individuals with legitimately trained service animals, which have already undergone great scrutiny and training before being released in the community with their handlers. Around the same time, ACB worked with NCIS producers on the development of the character Annie, a blind attorney played by visually impaired actress Marilee Talkington on Sight Unseen, episode 350 of NCIS. An in-depth article on how this episode came to be and ACB's involvement in it appeared in World Now. View the article at tinyurl.com slash yahxef numeral 9q or at acb.org slash N-C-I-S hyphen S-I-G-H-T hyphen U-N-S-E-E-N. Exciting news. In late February, ACB formed a partnership with Disability I-N, formerly the U.S. Business Leadership Network, to increase the rate of employment for people who are blind or visually impaired and advocate for enhanced workplace accessibility. Collaboration is a core value of ACB, and working with Disability IN provides opportunities to educate and advocate for corporations to hire, employ, and support people who are blind or visually impaired. Ensuring application, onboarding, and on-the-job processes are accessible. 
This partnership will strengthen business diversity initiatives, as well as enhance Disability IN's current programs and services for talented individuals with disabilities. A few weeks later, ACB established the Legacy Fund, an endowment fund which will grow both through investment growth and through new bequests coming into ACB. At some point to be determined in the future, ACB will begin to draw from this endowment to help with annual operations. But perhaps most importantly, the Legacy Fund will ensure ACB's financial future and help to perpetuate ACB's important work for many years to come. Great news! In March, the Senate introduced the Marrakesh Treaty Implementation Act, S-2559. This legislation will pave the way for ratification of the World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO, treaty. ACB was the first U.S. blindness organization to go to the U.N. member agency nearly 10 years ago to discuss what would eventually become the Marrakesh Treaty. This treaty will help to overcome the shortage of accessible media around the world for people who are blind or who have other print disabilities. Through our advocacy both here and abroad, ACB has been able to play a significant role in carrying the treaty across the finish line. The legislation passed the Senate in late September and was signed into law by the President in October. In the midst of all this activity, Claire Stanley joined the ACB National Office staff as the Outreach Specialist. She came to us from the Mid-Atlantic ADA Technical Assistance Center. Originally from Southern California, she has a strong background as an advocate for people with disabilities. Soon afterward, ACB, in collaboration with Cisco, announced the availability of the first enterprise-grade desk phone that includes built-in text-to-speech functionality capable of conveying vital information on the display through audible voice and tone indicators. The software update for Cisco's IP Phone 8800 series is a huge step toward making the digital workplace more accessible for the blind and visually impaired. This momentous announcement represented a year's collaboration by ACB and Cisco. ACB also worked with Apple on a set of new emoji to provide better representation of people with disabilities. The 13 emoji include guide dogs, hearing aids, prosthetic limbs, and people using canes and wheelchairs. These new emoji have been approved, and they will be released in 2019. More information may be found at acb.org slash apple hyphen acb hyphen d-i-s-a-b-i-l-i-t-y hyphen e-m-o-j-i. Shortly thereafter, as a result of ACB's structured negotiations, CVS pharmacies obtained the ability to dispense controlled substance medications with the Accessamed talking prescription labels. Patients seeking Accessamed labels for controlled substances should contact their local CVS pharmacist. CVS continues to dispense non-controlled prescription medications with ScriptTalk talking labels through CVS.com. To sign up for ScriptTalk labels, contact CVS.com at 1-888-861-4363.
If you'd prefer to have your prescription medications with the Script Talk labels sent to your local CVS store for pickup, you can make that request with CVS.com too. About the same time, ACB members Doug Wakefield and Don Barrett were featured in a WUSA 9 video about how new technology is making life easier for people with disabilities. You may find the video at tinyurl.com slash y-a-z-n-j-o-t-w. Wakefield and Barrett were also featured in two USA Today articles. You may read them at tinyurl.com slash ybjv393v and tinyurl.com slash YCTO8EKG. In May, I had the honor to be featured with my son Tyler in a Microsoft video called AI for Accessibility, which is available at tinyurl.com slash YAVXLG49. For the audio-described version, go to tinyurl.com slash y75qzxdm. This video kicked off the Microsoft Build conference and was viewed live by more than 700,000 people. It also introduced the AI for Accessibility Grants program which is a $25 million five-year program to accelerate the development of accessible and intelligent AI solutions to benefit the more than 1 billion people worldwide with disabilities. Through AI for Accessibility, Microsoft will support with grants of technology, AI expertise, and platform-level services to accelerate the development of accessible and intelligent AI solutions and build on recent advancements in Microsoft Cognitive Services. In July, ACB held its annual convention at the Union Station Hotel in St. Louis. From the bang of the gavel calling the opening session to order, to the motion to adjourn, it was jam-packed with information, award winners, scholarship winners, recognition of the year's achievements and ACB members, both past and present, who have made significant contributions to the work of the organization, and major sponsors whose work has positively impacted the lives of ACB members and other blind people throughout America and the world. Among the highlights were presentations from Marilee Talkington, who played Annie Barth, a blind attorney who heard vital evidence needed to solve a crime on NCIS, and Richard Turner, the MasterCard mechanic and star of the documentary Delt. This summer and fall saw many natural disasters, wildfires in Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, New Mexico, Oregon, Utah, Washington, and Wyoming, and hurricanes Florence and Michael on the East Coast, Lane, Olivia, Wallaca, and Willa on the West Coast. ACB's Disaster Relief Fund is still active. Financial contributions to the ACB Disaster Relief Fund may be made at donate.acb.org slash r-e-l-i-e-f.
If you prefer to pay by check, send to American Council of the Blind, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. Be sure to write in the memo field on your check that your gift is for disaster relief. Gift cards can also be sent to the above address. If you would prefer to donate via phone, call 1-800-866-3242. In September, ACB's Advocacy Department began doing podcasts and live Facebook broadcasts. Claire Stanley and Tony Stevens have covered such topics as voting, diabetic retinopathy, the latest news from Hulu, National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and the Marrakesh Treaty and associated legislation. And there will be more to come. Speaking of videos, in October I joined Ellie Pai Hung of Comcast for a discussion of ACB's efforts to increase the independence and quality of life for the blind and visually impaired community through collaboration with companies developing innovative technology solutions for everyday life. The video went live on their blog, tinyurl.com slash ybucdab4. November was a busy month. ACB collaborated with Verizon, IRA, General Motors, and the GPS Alliance to hold a panel discussion on artificial intelligence and accessibility. Panelists were Anna Rude Cole, IRA, Head of Intelligence and Research, J. David Grossman, the GPS Alliance Executive Director, Reagan Payne, General Motors, Manager, Emerging Technologies Policy, and ACB's own Tony Stevens. You may view it on www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Around the same time, ACB hosted a meeting of the North America Caribbean Region of the World Blind Union. Attendees heard from Kenneth Surratt, Executive Director of the Trinidad and Tobago Blind Welfare Association, on the state of blind people in his country. Topics included audio description, the Marrakesh Treaty, quiet cars, Braille, the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities, children and youth, and library services, among other things. Delegates from member organizations also presented reports on the goings-on of their agencies. In the midst of all the preparations for these meetings, Tony Stevens left ACB to take a new job as the executive director of the Downtown Baltimore Family Alliance. We wish him much success in his new role. Also moving on was General, my guide dog. He is enjoying his retirement at my parents' place in Iowa and has settled in with them and their dog, Charlie. I still miss him, but we FaceTime every so often. He recognizes my voice, and my folks say he looks around the house for me while we chat. It's a new year, and there will be challenges for us to face. What kinds of challenges? I don't yet know, but the one thing I do know is this. We will need your assistance and advocacy on them. Stay tuned to the Washington Connection and future issues of the forum for further information. 
Board meets in October, November, and December to take stock and plan for the future by Ron Brooks. Each fall, the ACB Board of Directors meets to assess the year's performance, to plan for the future, and to adopt the upcoming calendar year budget. This article includes summaries of three pivotal and productive meetings held during October, November, and December. Gathering at the Riverside On October 5 and 6, 2018, the board and members of several key committees and staff conducted the fall board meeting at the Riverside Hotel in Rochester, New York, one of two hotels where ACB's 2019 conference and convention will be held. In addition to checking out the Riverside Hotel, board members and guests had the opportunity to explore the other convention hotel, the Hyatt Regency, the Rochester Riverside Convention Center, and a number of nearby restaurants. During its two-day meeting, the board received reports from a number of ACB committees and from the national office staff, and took several actions that will contribute to the future growth and success of the organization. Strategic Action Planning Committees The first day of the board's October meeting included reports from five committees tasked with leading the implementation of ACB's strategic plan. Communications and Marketing Board member Katie Frederick and ACB staff member Kelly Gask explained how different versions of ACB's logo and tagline, Together for a Bright Future, are being used in different ways to promote the ACB and increase recognition of our brand. Kelly went on to share an update on ACB's new website, which is continuing to evolve and improve thanks to the efforts of a number of ACB committees and staff members and our website development partner, Louisville Web Group. Future plans include individual web pages for each state and special interest affiliate and a portal where members can log in and view members-only pages and other content. Katie and Kelly concluded their report with an update on ACB's social media presence. ACB has more than 3,700 Facebook followers, an 18% increase from last year, and more than 2,400 Twitter followers, a 21% increase from last year. Advocacy ACB's Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, Tony Stevens, provided a comprehensive update on ACB's ongoing advocacy efforts, including promotion of the rights of people with service animals who wish to live in HUD housing, improving the air travel experience for people with disabilities and those who use service animals efforts to improve the accessibility of absentee voting, and increased access to adaptive technology for students. Tony shared updates on a number of other advocacy fronts, including ACB's efforts to improve access to video programming, the ratification of the Marrakesh Treaty, and several other initiatives planned for the next legislative cycle. The board then heard from Kirk Adams, CEO of the American Foundation for the Blind, who reported on AFB's efforts to become a central nonprofit agency under the federal Ability One program. 
As a central nonprofit agency, AFB's goal will be to develop a program whereby people who are blind or visually impaired will be able to obtain entry-level employment at a nonprofit agency and develop the professional skills and experience necessary to move to more advanced careers within the public and private sectors. Development ACB's development director, Tom Tobin, discussed the work being done by several development subcommittees, each of which is responsible for a specific fundraising program. These include the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk Committee, the ACB Holiday and Convention Auction Committees, and the Monthly Monetary Support Committee, to name a few. Each committee is responsible for meeting regularly and for providing quarterly updates regarding plans and progress. Tom then provided an update on ACB's fund development activities. These activities include the management of ACB's annual giving societies and the development of major gifts and bequests. Tom was joined by grant writer Joe Lynn Bailey-Page, who provided an update on several grants under consideration or in the development cycle. Meetings and Convention Chairperson Janet Dickelman updated the Board on efforts to introduce continuing education credits, CECs, for some convention workshops and on efforts to improve the convention experience for scholarship recipients and other first-time conference attendees. At the 2018 conference, a total of 51 workshops offered CECs and a total of 26 individuals signed up to receive CECs. The committee also provided session recommendations and other assistance for several first-time attendees, including scholarship recipients and the DKM first-timers. Membership and Affiliates Newly appointed committee chairperson Rebecca Bridges summarized two projects under development. One possible project is the introduction of an ACB member card, which a member could use to access members-only promotions, discounts, and other benefits from sponsoring organizations and companies. A second ongoing effort is the strengthening of membership by people in the 25 to 40 age group. The committee is working with the newly formed Next Generation Group, to expand membership by younger professionals and students across the country, including former scholarship recipients. The committee is also considering other possible projects, including content for Spanish speakers. The second day of the fall meeting included reports from several officers, from ACB National Office staff, and from several committee chairpersons. Here is a brief summary. Convention Committee Chairperson Janet Dickelman summarized the financial results of a very successful 2018 convention and updated the board on plans for the 2019 and 2020 conferences to be held in Rochester, New York and Schaumburg, Illinois, respectively. The board then heard proposals from the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Phoenix, Arizona and the Omaha, Nebraska Convention and Visitors Bureau for the 2021 convention. After a spirited discussion, the board selected the Phoenix proposal for the 2021 conference and the Omaha proposal for the 2022 conference, subject to successful negotiations with each of the selected sites. ACB Enterprises and Services 
The board took a break to allow the ACBES board to meet. In the absence of ACBES board chairman Michael Garrett, ACB chief financial officer Nancy Marks Becker provided a brief update on ACBES activities and store performance. The ACBES board then elected Michael Garrett, David Trott, and Kim Charlson to the ACBES board. When the ACB board reconvened, the board elected the following ACBES officers. Chairman Michael Garrett, Vice Chairman Jeff Tom, Secretary-Treasurer David Trott, The board then elected immediate past president Mitch Pomerantz, David Trott, and Dan Spoon to the budget committee. The board also re-elected Pat Sheehan to be the board's representative to the credentials committee. ACB President's Report ACB President Kim Charlson shared that ACB would be hosting the Braille Authority of North America from November 1 to 3, 2018 in Salt Lake City, Utah, and the North America-Caribbean region of the World Blind Union on November 30 in Alexandria, Virginia. Charlson and the board then discussed two policies under consideration. An optional stipend to offset a portion of travel expenses for board members attending board meetings, and a draft code of conduct for ACB members. Ultimately, the board adopted the stipend, and referred the draft code of conduct for additional legal review. Staff Reports Executive Director Eric Bridges and Nancy Marks Becker then provided updates on a number of staff activities. Highlights included Business Networking ACB is working to develop stronger relationships with private sector companies and organizations as a means of improving accessibility and creating employment opportunities. Organizations where Eric visited or presented include Disability IN, formerly the U.S. Business Leadership Network, the San Francisco Lighthouse, Walmart, Microsoft, and Google. ACB has met with Cruise Automation, the GM subsidiary working on automated vehicles, to discuss accessibility needs and priorities for prospective blind and visually impaired drivers and passengers. ACB continued its partnership with Google and the University of Hawaii on the Unidescription Project, which is an initiative to create audio descriptions for national parks and monuments throughout the country. ACB is partnering with IRA to offer live description services at ACB national, state, and special interest affiliate conferences and to increase the availability of IRA services for members. ACB has reached an agreement with Hulu that will increase the availability of audio-described content available on the Hulu platform. After the board accepted the staff reports, the board re-elected Kim Charlson, Dan Spoon, David Trott, Pat Sheehan, and Jeff Tom to the executive committee. Other reports. Treasurer David Trott updated attendees on the 2018 budget and on year-to-date expenses and revenues. The organization is in sound fiscal help but there is a need to manage expenses and grow revenues in order to support ACB's expanding outreach and advocacy efforts. 
Board of Publications Chairman Ron Brooks provided an update on BOP activities, which include the implementation of new large print standards for ACB publications, expanded editions of the ACB eForum, themed issues of the eForum, and the launch of the ACB Braille and eForum magazines on NLS-compatible cartridges. The BOP is also requesting additional funds to expand all editions of the forum magazines by 16 pages each. Expanding on Success The board followed up its successful October meeting with teleconference calls on November 27 and December 3, 2018. The November 27 meeting focused on consideration of projected revenues for 2019 and on the proposed budget, both revenues and expenses, for the 2019 conference and convention. On December 3, the board turned its attention to projected expenses for 2019. David Trott, with assistance from Nancy Marks Becker, Eric Bridges, and members of the Budget and Finance Committee, walked board members through each line of the draft 2019 budget, answered questions, and provided clarification. At the end of these presentations, the board adopted the following budget-related motions. 2019 ACB Conference and Convention Secretary Ray Campbell moved and Trot seconded a motion to approve the revenue side of the 2019 ACB Conference and Convention budget, which includes projected revenues of $451,700. The motion was adopted. Second Vice President John McCann moved and board member Doug Powell seconded a motion to approve the expense side of the 2019 convention budget, which includes total projected expenses of $231,210. The motion was adopted. 2019 ACB Budget Campbell moved and Powell seconded a motion to approve the revenue side of the 2019 budget, which included total projected revenues of $1,170,181. The motion was adopted. Campbell moved and McCann seconded a motion to approve the expense side of the 2019 budget, which includes total projected expenses of $1,527,041. The motion was adopted. Pomerantz moved and Powell seconded a motion to adopt the 2019 budget in aggregate. The motion was adopted. After closing the budget discussion, Pomerantz provided a summary of the North America-Caribbean region meeting of the World Blind Union held on November 30 at the ACB National Offices in Alexandria, Virginia. Highlights included Marrakesh Treaty the diplomatic papers officially ratifying the treaty here in the United States have been prepared and will soon be signed by President Trump. UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Ratification by the U.S. Senate is not expected anytime soon. Quiet cars. A consistent worldwide standard is needed but not yet available. Trinidad and Tobago have applied to join as member nations of the WBU. Mitch anticipates their acceptance will happen quickly. The next WBU regional meeting will be held in Trinidad and Tobago in May of 2019.
The WBU General Assembly will be held in Madrid, Spain in June 2020. Tours for 2019 Genesee Country Village, Baseball Hall of Fame, Niagara Falls, and more by Janet Dickelman. Below is a brief overview of the 2019 tours. Look for additional details and postings on the convention email list. Please keep in mind that this schedule could change prior to convention registration. Friday, July 5th. Genesee Country Village. At this 1850s village, you'll take a narrated trolley tour to learn about all the buildings on the property. Visit the costume museum where you can touch and try on various items. Enjoy tastings of chocolate and beer from the 1800s. Visit the bakery and the general store. City Bus Tour. Explore Rochester on this no stopping narrated tour of the Flower City. Tour repeats on Saturday. Colonial Bell. On this narrated three hour Erie Canal boat cruise, you'll explore the Erie Canal, including a trip through the famous locks. Enjoy a plated dinner as we sail along. Saturday, July 6th. Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame. Touch the plaques of each player selected for the Hall of Fame. Enjoy a hands on tour of uniforms, bats, gloves, balls, and other gear used throughout the years. Listen to recordings of famous moments in baseball history. Enjoy a movie showing many of the baseball greats and their reactions to the game. There will be time for souvenir shopping in Cooperstown's huge gift shop and a stop for dinner. The bus ride will be long. So, relax and enjoy baseball audio and video clips, games, and snacks. Sunday, July 7th. The Jello Gallery Museum. Discover the intriguing history of Jello, America's most famous dessert. Invented in Leroy, New York in 1897, Jello has a unique history. Learn fun facts, such as who eats the most Jello and what's the most popular flavor. Lots of items to touch in a great gift shop with numerous Jello branded items. We will also visit the Museum of Transportation. Then we'll tour the historic Leroy House, built in 1822 by Jacob Leroy and later owned by the Chancellor of Ingham University, which was the first female university in the United States to grant a four year degree. This historic house has been preserved by the Leroy Historical Society and is full of antiques. We will also stop for dinner on the way back to Rochester. Monday, July 8th. Corning Glass. Visit the unique galleries and learn the history of Corning Glass and its products. You'll make an etched glass to bring home. The gift shop has many glass items, including jewelry and dishes. We will then visit Cugini's Italian Market and Cafe, where you will make your own mozzarella cheese and enjoy an Italian dinner. Strong Museum of Play. Too many toys to count? You'll feel like a kid again. The curator of the museum will bring out items normally kept in display cases for you to touch. We'll also ride the carousel and visit the Butterfly House, lunch included. Laughing Gull Chocolates. Got a sweet tooth? You'll love this hands on chocolate tour. You'll get to make your own truffles to eat or take home. 
Laughing Gull sells candy and other locally produced items such as jams, pasta sauces, and dried pastas. If you get tired of chocolate, there will be a platter of local cheeses to sample. You will have time for shopping. Repeats Wednesday. Tuesday, July 9th. Tasting Tour. Whether you enjoy a glass of wine, a cold beer, or other alcoholic spirits, this afternoon will be tons of fun. We'll visit two wineries, a brewery, and a distillery, and try a wide variety of beverages. Susan B. Anthony. The National Susan B. Anthony Museum and House was the home of the legendary American civil rights leader and the site of her famous arrest for voting in 1872. This home was the headquarters of the National American Woman Suffrage Association when she was its president. This is also where she died in 1906 at age 86, following her Failure is Impossible speech in Baltimore. Memorial Art Gallery. The MAG specializes in offering touch tours of its sculptures and verbal descriptions of many of their paintings. They also have a theater organ. We'll be treated to a short concert. Wednesday, July 10th. George Eastman House. The historic mansion and gardens at the George Eastman Museum provide a glimpse into the life of one of the greatest American innovators and entertainers in the first decades of the 20th century. Original furnishings and artifacts, careful reproductions, and beautifully restored landscape transport visitors to the 1900s. The Colonial Revival Mansion, built between 1902 And 1905, served as George Eastman's primary residence until his death in 1932. New York School for the Blind. Visit the New York School for the Blind in Batavia. We'll observe a summer school class and visit a residence hall, the gymnasium, and the computer lab. Lunch will be served in the student dining room. Friday, July 12th. Niagara Falls. This is an awe inspiring once in a lifetime tour. Warning, you will get wet. We will ride the iconic Maid of the Mist tour boat and visit the Cave of the Winds, where you can feel hurricane force winds from the top of the falls and go below and reach down to feel the power of the water. Ponchos and special shoes will be provided, lunch and dinner included. There will be time for souvenir shopping. Staying in touch. The convention announce list will be filled with information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconventionsubscribe at acblists.org. If you received updates for the 2018 convention, you don't need to subscribe again. Hotel details. Room rates at the Hyatt and the Riverside are $89 per night, single or double occupancy, with an additional $10 per person for up to four people per room. This room rate does not include tax, which is currently 14%. To reserve a room at the Riverside, call 585 546 For the Hyatt, call 1 800 233 1234. Be sure to mention that you are with the American Council of the Blind.
booked by June 7, 2019, to guarantee the convention rate. To make reservations online, visit www.acb.org and follow the 2019 convention link. Convention Contacts 2019 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman 601-331-7740 A-M-D-U-O at B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot net 2019 Advertising and Sponsorships Marjorie Beeman 512-921-1625 O-L-E-O 50 at H-O-T-M-A-I-L dot com. For any other convention-related questions, contact Janet Dickelman at 651-428-5059 or via email J-A-N-E-T dot D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at G-M-A-I-L dot com. March to the beat of a different drum. Apply to become a 2019 DKM first-timer by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Left, right, left, right, left, right. Step up to the plate to take advantage of future leadership opportunities. The DKM First Timers Committee encourages members who have never attended an ACB conference and convention and have a desire to learn more about ACB and its rich history to march forward to participate in the DKM experience while joining the class of over 40 current DKM first-timers, and interact with hundreds of other members during the 58th Annual ACB Convention in Rochester, New York, this July, by completing all required steps. To be eligible for consideration, each applicant must meet specific requirements, which include being age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, and never have attended a previous ACB National Convention. In addition, two letters must be submitted for each applicant, a letter of application from the interested member, and a letter of recommendation from a state or special interest affiliate president. The letter of application introduces the applicant to the committee and contains reasons for applying for the award, a brief summary of education and experience related to the applicant's community service, contributions to the affiliate, and the significance of the first-timers award to the applicant's personal or career development. The letter of recommendation should include the applicant's leadership contributions and potential. Another step of eligibility for applicants will be the expectation of undergoing a 30-minute interview with a team of DKM committee members during mid-April. The DKM program and ACB honor recipients by funding round-trip air travel and supporting transportation, hotel accommodations, double occupancy, per diem allowance for meals and incidentals and leadership activities, reception, banquet tickets, the general convention registration fee, and other activities determined by the committee and ACB's board of directors. Optional tours and other fun activities are not covered by the program. The responsibilities of each recipient include but are not limited to attending the full week of conference and convention activities from Friday, July 5 through Friday, July 12, participating in daily general sessions, the keys to the convention seminar, and special interest and committee seminars, 
while interacting with ACB leaders and fellow members. Applications and supporting letters should be forwarded to Kelly Gask, K-G-A-S-Q-U-E at acb.org, and must be received in the ACB National Office no later than April 3rd. Incomplete applications will not be considered. The DKM Committee will select the 2019 first-timers during the latter part of April. Eligible applicants will be notified shortly thereafter. The selection process will conclude with two recipients being awarded as DKM first-timers, one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. The DKM Committee reserves the right to recognize two recipients from the east or west if there are no qualified applicants from one of the specified areas. All questions should be sent to DKM Chair Kenneth Semyon Sr., S-E-M-I-E-N at S-B-C-G-L-O-B-A-L dot net, or 409-866-5838. We look forward to offering support to every applicant in an effort to ensure a rewarding experience. Call for nominees for 2019 ACB Awards by Debbie Rosier and Deborah Trevino. The Awards Committee is searching for nominees who are deserving of national recognition for their work in ACB or the blindness community. Awards will be presented at the upcoming conference and convention in Rochester, New York. Candidates will be judged on the quality of nomination letters and how well the candidate meets the spirit of the award for which they are being nominated. Please assist the Awards Committee by submitting worthy candidates and clearly identifying the ways your nominee meets the criteria for the award you believe they are worthy of receiving. The deadline for nominations is April 5, 2019. This means letters must be received electronically by 11.59 p.m. Eastern on that day. Please email nomination letters to Deborah Trevino, D-E-B-R-A underscore T-R-E-V-I-N-O at B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot net and Debbie Rozier, D-E-L-R-O-Z-E at I-C-L-O-U-D dot com. We are the new co-chairs of the ACB Awards Committee. You can help us out by getting the nominations to us as early as possible. Once we receive your nomination letters, committee members must review and score the entries submitted. This work takes time, and we will need every minute of it to get the job done. The committee looks forward to the challenge of selecting worthy recipients for the 2019 ACB Awards, and we need your support to complete our important work. Tell us about these special people and how they meet the criteria listed below. Remember that these are national awards, and nominees will be judged accordingly. The Durward K. McDaniel Ambassador Award is given in recognition of a blind person who may or may not be a member of a blindness organization, but who has, through his or her personal characteristics and activities unrelated to his or her employment, contributed most to the acceptance and understanding of blind people as capable, contributing members of the community. The George 
Card Award is given to an individual who has dedicated his or her life to work with and for people who are blind, making a real difference and improving quality of life for providing leadership and being a positive role model. The James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award is periodically given to individuals who have made important contributions which have advanced opportunities for the blind community. This award can be given to an individual or an organization. The Robert S. Bray Award is given to a person who has made a contribution for improving library technology or communication devices. It could also be given for expanding access for all blind people or for making opportunities within the mainstream media. The Affiliate Outreach Award is based on a recommendation by an affiliate president, which recognizes a local chapter for a new outreach program. This program must have a measurable outcome. The Affiliate Growth Awards are based on the greatest increase in membership, as determined by the 2018-2019 membership reports. Please submit your nominations right away. Late submissions will not be considered. If you have any questions, call Deborah Trevino at 302-286-7276 or Debbie Rozier at 610-295-7929. The BOP Seeks to Award Excellence by Ron Brooks The ACB Board of Publications proudly recognizes excellence each year with three annual writing awards. We are seeking nominations for the Ned E. Freeman Excellence in Writing Award, the Vernon Henley Media Award, and the Hollis Liggett Braille Free Press Award. The Ned E. Freeman Excellence in Writing Award was instituted in 1970 and will be awarded based on the following criteria. An article must have been first published between April of 2018 and March of 2019. All articles published in the ACB Braille Forum and all forms and formats are automatically eligible for consideration. Individual articles published by any ACB affiliate in its official publication may also be nominated by the affiliate's president or editor. Articles which have not appeared in the ACB Braille Forum in all forms and formats may be submitted in any format. The article must demonstrate excellence in writing, novelty of approach, and or originality of the subject matter. The author of the winning article will receive a plaque and a cash prize of $100 at the annual ACB Conference and Convention. The Vernon Henley Media Award is conferred based on the following criteria. The Vernon Henley Media Award is intended to be a vehicle for publicizing ACB throughout the general media and to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to blindness. The award may be presented to an organization, company, or individual, either sighted or blind, who has made a positive difference in the press, whether in radio, television, electronic media, magazines, or daily newspapers, during the period encompassed by April of 2018 through March of 2019, by portraying the capabilities of people who are blind in a positive light, rather than focusing on outdated stereotypes and misconceptions. 
programs and or articles written and produced specifically for a visually impaired audience, as well as those intended for the general public, are also eligible. A variety of media are eligible for nomination for the Vernon Henley Media Award. Examples may include television or radio programs, commercials or public service announcements, videos, articles from magazines, newspapers, newsletters, posters, or any other new or emerging media sources. Submissions such as books or recurring columns or blogs from the same person should include a synopsis and no more than three sample chapters for books and no more than three samples of the recurring columns or blogs nominated. Submissions should be accompanied by a letter of nomination, as well as the sample copy of the item being nominated. Incomplete submissions will not be considered. The BOP chairperson will annually send a letter to affiliate presidents, newsletter editors, and other media markets encouraging nominations for the Vernon Henley Media Award. A plaque will be presented to the Vernon Henley Media Award recipient at the annual ACB conference and convention. The Hollis Liggett Braille Free Press Award will be presented based on the following criteria. The Hollis Liggett Braille Free Press Award is intended to promote best journalistic practices and excellence in writing in publications of ACB's state and special interest affiliates. All periodicals of ACB affiliates, distributed no less than semi-annually, are eligible. Nominations must be submitted by the affiliate's newsletter editor or president. Submissions must include the following. 1. Two issues of the affiliate's publication from the previous calendar year sent electronically and in hard copy in the format which the affiliate recognizes as the format which best represents its readership. 2. Answers to the following questions. A. How many members are in your affiliate? B. How often is your publication published per year? C. In what formats is your publication produced? Members of the BOP directly involved in the editorial process of any submitted publication will excuse themselves from judging scoring that particular publication. Criteria for judging submissions will include a. The number of contributing writers in a single issue b. The variety of information presented in each issue c. How well the publication portrays the affiliate d. The quality of writing throughout the publication e. The overall layout and presentation of the publication a plaque will be presented to the Hollis Liggett Braille Free Press Award recipient at the convention. And now the fine print. All nominations must be submitted to the ACB Braille Forum editor, Sharon Lovering, with a postmark of no later than April 1, 2019. You may also submit your nomination electronically to slovering at acb.org. All submissions should be accompanied by a cover letter providing details about the nominee, including name, address, telephone number, and email address of the nominee if known, and details about the submission, its origin, and any other pertinent information. The return address of the person making the nomination should be included in the cover letter. 
members of the Board of Publications, Board of Directors, and staff and contractors of the ACB are prohibited from participating. Any individual who has won a BOP award since 2015 is ineligible to receive the same award prior to January 1, 2020. Begin 2019 by Supporting ACB by Gene Mann Greetings from the Monthly Monetary Support MMS Committee. It's 2019, a new year. New years often mean new beginnings. We begin a new diet, a new exercise program, or maybe we begin contributing to ACB through its monthly monetary support program. By now, most of you are familiar with the MMS program. Every month, the amount of money you designate, a minimum of $10, is either charged to your credit card or withdrawn from your checking account as a tax-deductible donation in support of ACB. 100% of your contribution may be given to ACB, or you can request that up to 50% of what you donate go to an affiliate of your choice. If you'd like to contribute to more than one affiliate, you can do that also. Sign up as many times as you like. Each time you do, up to half of your money will go to ACB and the other half will go to the affiliate you choose. If you are already contributing through MMS, we sincerely thank you for what you have given so far. And even if you yourself are not a member of ACB, you can still join the program. We very much appreciate your support. There are two simple ways for you to get started. You can visit ACB's website, acb.org, tab to the Donate Now button, and then tab to the MMS program. Or you can call the ACB office in Minneapolis at 612-332-3242, and they'll sign you up. Either way, it's easy to begin making monthly contributions or to increase current ones. As always, if you join the MMS program or raise your donation by at least $5 per month any time from now through the end of our national convention in July, you'll be eligible to win one of two great prizes, an Amazon Echo or a Toshiba 43-inch integrated TV. So why not join the ever-growing number of members and friends who contribute to ACB through the MMS program? We hope we'll hear from you soon. See you at our booth in Rochester, New York, this summer. Affiliate News Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, an affiliate on the rise. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss wants you. But we know that in order to be the type of affiliate ACB members will want to join, we must become a leading advocate for people with vision loss. Many of ACB's special interest affiliates, including GDUI, CCLVI, and RSVA, are highly respected within their own sphere of influence. When advocacy issues arise, whether the issue relates to service animals, concerns of people with low vision, or Randolph Shepard issues, we can count on our national affiliates to weigh in. Their leadership is expected and their viewpoints respected. With the commitment and efforts of current AAVL members and the addition of many new members, we will make AAVL that kind of affiliate. As AAVL's newly elected president, I think this goal represents nothing short of the vision of founding members, such as Oral Miller and Teddy Joy Remheld and immediate past president John Huffman. 
After all, more than half of the population of Americans with vision loss is over 55, and available services are woefully inadequate to meet the need. ACB members may not see a reason to join, as the organization's primary purpose is to assist those suffering vision loss, and most of us have been living with it for all or most of our lives. Even though this is our primary purpose, the ancillary purposes of AAVL apply to all seniors in the organization. They include advocating for the improvement of the social, economic, and cultural status of adults with vision loss and supporting education, awareness, and adult rehabilitation programs for the blind and visually impaired. Thus, the work that AAVL needs to be doing will benefit all of us. I urge you to consider joining AAVL, to attend our convention sessions, to give us input on issues of importance to older individuals with vision impairments, and to hold us accountable for working on issues of importance to us. I also urge you to become more active at the local, state, or national level with respect to issues impacting seniors with vision loss. Some issues are specific to our population, while others are of general concern to all seniors, including health care, transportation, recreation, housing, etc. If you want to join AAVL for $15 per year, contact AAVL Treasurer Kathy Gerhardt via email kathy39lg at aol.com or by phone at 304-283-7424. Jeff Tom. Happy New Year from ACB Diabetics in Action. Happy New Year. Since it is the beginning of the year, it is time to send your dues of $10 for 2019. Make your check or money order payable to ACBDA, then send it to Mike Godino, 104 Tilrose, T-I-L-R-O-S-E Avenue, Melbourne, New York, 11565-2024. In January, we will be making plans for our convention in Rochester. If anyone has any suggestions for a speaker or what you would like to see us do, please let me know. Our conference calls on the second Wednesday of each month start at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. The call-in number is 515-604-9387, and the passcode is 694958. Everyone is welcome to join. D. Clayton, President, ACB Diabetics in Action. Phone 515-848-5007. Email D-E-E-C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, numeral 1, at gmail.com. Shigert Scholarship Window Opens It's a brand new year, and the application period for CCLVI Shigert Scholarships is now open. Three low-vision students, an incoming freshman, an undergraduate, and a graduate student, will receive academic year scholarships valued at $3,000 each. In addition to the financial stipend, Shigert recipients will have the opportunity to attend the 2019 ACB National Conference and Convention in Rochester, New York, learn more about ACB and the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, and interact with fellow scholarship winners, 
and ACB members from throughout the United States. Information regarding qualifications, required documentation, and financial support is available on the CCLVI website, www.cclvi.org. Click on the Scheigert Scholarship to review the guidelines and expense reimbursement policy and to gain access to the 2019 application. All applications must be submitted no later than 11.59 p.m. Eastern on March 15. Questions may be directed to 1-844-460-0625. Here and There, edited by Sharon Strakowski. The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. NASA Internships Start Applying Now It's not too early to start planning for summer. NASA is now accepting applications for its summer internship program. NASA has internships for high school students and for rising freshmen through doctoral students in STEM fields. Applicants must be U.S. citizens, with a minimum GPA of 3.0 for college and 3.0 for high school. High school students must be at least 16 years old at the time the internship begins. Internships run for 10 weeks for college students and 6 weeks for high school students. To apply, register for an account at intern.nasa.gov slash. Then read through the opportunities available. The deadline to submit applications is April 1, 2019. Internships are available at all NASA centers nationwide. If you have questions or need help applying, contact Kenneth A. Silberman at 301-286-9281 or via email k-e-n-n-e-t-h dot a dot s-i-l-b-e-r-m-a-n at n-a-s-a dot gov. To subscribe to an announcement-only list about NASA internships for persons with disabilities, send an email to nasainterns request at f-r-e-e-l-i-s-t-s dot org with subscribe in the subject field or visit www.freelists.org slash list slash N-A-S-A-I-N-T-E-R-N-S. Carroll Center Training Electronically The Carroll Center for the Blind is now providing computer instruction to individuals who cannot physically travel to a training center. eCarroll Technology Instruction brings technology training directly to blind and visually impaired individuals in the comfort of their own home. 
Using Zoom Meetings, an easy-to-use and accessible video and web conferencing software, expert instructors offer individualized instruction in a wide range of areas. From the nuances of different web browsers to using pivot tables in Microsoft Excel, for a limited time, sign up now for a free 30-minute lesson. To learn more about eCarroll Technology Instruction, visit carroll.org slash t-e-c-h-n-o-l-o-g-y hyphen s-e-r-v-i-c-e-s slash e-c-a-r-r-o-l-l slash NBP Award Winners National Braille Press recently named the Reader's Digest Partners for Sight Foundation as this year's hands-on award recipient. This award is given to an organization or individual who has made a difference in the world of Braille literacy and whose accomplishments have helped blind children and adults succeed in their own lives. The foundation was instrumental in launching the Read Books because Braille Matters literacy program for young children in 2003. Since then, the program has distributed over 18,000 free bags across the U.S. and Canada, filled with Braille books and resources. NBP's 2018 Volunteer Awards went to Tufts Health Plan and Roger Pellissier. Tufts Health Plan employees have dedicated large amounts of time and energy assembling print Braille books for blind children, including titles such as Oh, the Places You'll Go and Interrupting Chicken. Roger Pellissier of Wellesley, Massachusetts, has given back to his community with portrait donations to countless organizations, including NBP. Along with making in-kind donations to the A Million Laughs for Literacy Gala, Roger has taken product, website, publicity, and staff photos pro bono for NBP and has served as a guide for the Blindfold Challenge. Indiana Launches Museum App The Indiana State Museum recently unveiled the Indiana State Museum Guide, a new app specially tailored to people who are blind or visually impaired. As visitors walk through areas of the museum, an audio tour guides them to different artifacts or interactives, providing descriptive information about each stop on the tour. The app features tours of the museum's two newest galleries, Frozen Rain and First Nations, as well as three of the museum's cultural galleries. More tours will be added to the app over the next several years. The app is available for download through the App Store for iPhones and Androids. The museum also has iPods available that are preloaded with the app for free rental during a visit. For more information, contact the museum at 317-232-1637 or send an email to m-u-s-e-u-m-c-o-m-m-u-n-i-c-a-t-i-o-n at i-n-d-i-a-n-a-m-u-s-e-u-m dot org. Banna Publications Available BANA recently approved a revision of guidance for transcription using the Nemeth code within UEB contexts. The document is accompanied by a change log 
that lists updates to the original guidance for transcription using the Nemeth Code within UEB contexts that was posted in June 2016. Individuals who downloaded the file prior to the new April 2018 version should note the indicated changes. Both the guidelines document and the change log are available in BRF and PDF versions at tinyurl.com slash ybkk numeral 9 q numeral 8 t. Also available in BRF and enhanced PDF is provisional guidance for chemistry notation using Nemeth in UEB contexts. BANA's Chemistry Committee developed this provisional guidance for transcribing chemistry using Nemeth in UEB contexts. BANA welcomes feedback from users of this publication. Just click on the Send a Message to the Chemistry Committee link and enter your comment or question. You can download a copy from tinyurl.com slash y numeral 9 v numerals 39 h k numeral 2. Hard copy print and braille versions of braille formats, principles of print to braille transcription 2016, are available from the American Printing House for the Blind, APH. The print version is catalog number 7-09653-00. The Braille version, 5-09653-00. Visit www.aph.org or call them toll-free at 1-800-223-1839. Also available from APH are hard copy print and braille versions of Music Braille Code 2015. The print version is catalog number 7-09651-01, braille 5-09651-01. Does anyone have a copy of... Does anyone out there know of and have a copy of the Handbook for the Blind from Talking Books in the 1950s? There's a group out there that would like to re-record it. The author was extremely practical. Please contact M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A-I-N-G-R-A-M, numeral 8, at gmail.com. New from National Braille Press Little Bear by Elsa Homeland Minarek and Maurice Sendak is newly available in Contracted UEB for ages 4 to 8. This 1957 classic remains as beloved today as it was then. An ALA notable children's book, this Level 1 I Can Read book, is full of warm and lovingly playful stories that are perfect for children learning to sound out words and sentences. Newly available from National Braille Press is What's Wrong, Little Pookie? by Sandra Boynton. It's a print Braille board book for ages 1 to 5 in uncontracted Braille. Also available is Frog and Toad Are Friends by Arnold Lobel. It's available in contracted UEB Braille for ages 4 to 9. This book is a Caldecott honor book celebrating the power of friendship. 
From writing letters to going swimming, telling stories to finding lost buttons, Frog and Toad are always there for each other, just as best friends should be. This book is best for level two beginning readers. And what little boy doesn't dream about being a sports hero? Newly available is Little Baseball, a print and braille board book for ages preschool and up. For more information, contact National Braille Press at 1-800-548-7323 or visit www.nbp.org slash ic slash nbp slash p-u-b-l-i-c-a-t-i-o-n-s slash i-n-d-e-x dot h-t-m-l. High-Tech Swap Shop for sale. Pebble Mini Never Used comes with all cables, carrying case, and user's guide, asking $250. Contact Nanetta Garner at 304-381-2729. For sale. Magnesite Explorer Classic Reader Model MSE-L22 includes all manuals and original shipping box. Virtually new, used only three hours, asking $1,800. Call Deb or Larry Nielsen at 307-754-5693. For sale, Vario Ultra Braille Display, used only twice in excellent condition, asking $1,500. I read now OCR software with document camera. In excellent condition. Asking $500. J. Shipper talking postal scale in excellent condition. Asking $75. Email c-o-n-n-i-e at c-o-n-n-i-e-d-a-v-i-d dot com or call 612-695-6991. For sale. Brand new Sanjian W.R. 11F radio in wooden cabinet. Simple to use, only has three dials. Asking $85. Contact Ann Wasserman at 732-222-3510. Looking to buy a Windows 7 compatible version of the OpenBook OCR program. If you have one you would like to sell, please call Kim at 816 806-8165 or send email to drkimctvi at gmail.com Looking to buy I am looking to buy vintage Braille Scrabble games that were manufactured in the 1970s and 1980s. Contact Mary Cozy via email mkozy at sbcglobal.net or by phone at 847-659-1897. ACB Officers President Kim Charlson, 3rd Term, 2019 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472 First Vice President Dan Spoon, 1st Term, 2019 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32817-1554.
Second Vice President, John McCann, second term, 2019. 8761 East Placita Bolivar, Tucson, Arizona, 85715-5650. Secretary, Ray Campbell, third term, 2019. 460 Rain Tree Court, number 3K. Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137. Treasurer, David Trot, first term, 2019. 1018 East Street, South, Talladega, Alabama, 35160. Immediate Past President, Mitch Pomerantz, 1115 Cordova Street, number 402, Pasadena, California, 91106. ACB Board of Directors, Jeff Bishop, Kirkland, Washington, first term, 2020. Denise Cauley, Lacey Washington, first term, 2020. Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin, second term, 2020. Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee, first term, 2020. Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, second term, 2022. James Crott, Miami, Florida, first term, 2022. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia, First term, 2020. Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland. Second term, 2022. Michael Talley, Hueytown, Alabama. First term, 2022. Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California. First term, 2022. Ex officio, Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington. ACB Board of Publications. Ron Brooks, Chair. Phoenix, Arizona, third term, 2019. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, second term, 2020. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, first term, 2019. Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington, second term, 2020. Penny Reeder, Montgomery Village, Maryland, first term, 2020. Ex officios, Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, Bob Hache, Waltham, Massachusetts, Burl Cauley, Lacey, Washington, Carla Rushevel, Louisville, Kentucky. Accessing your ACB Braille and e-forums. The ACB e-forum may be accessed by email, on the ACB website, via download from the web page in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file, or by phone at 605 605- Four seven five eight one five four. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB email lists page at www.acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, digital cartridge, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone, 605 605- Four seven five eight one five four. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader Stream, or from www.acb.org/bf/.